Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Harbor for the Arts. I'm your host, opera singer Brie Cooper. Not only am I an opera singer, but I am also an entrepreneur, an arts advocate. I ran for Congress twice, 2018 and 2020. And uh, what else? I'm a TV host, podcast host. I am just what they call a multi-hyphenate, a multi-passionate person. Anyway, welcome to Harbor for the Arts episode of, this is the fourth episode of Podmas. Welcome. I'm so happy you are here and listening. I hope you've been enjoying the Podmas episodes that I've posted so far. And really, I was using Podmas as a way to just kind of get myself back in the swing of things. And let me tell you, it is so low-key, all of the episodes, because I've been everywhere doing these podcasts. Okay, literally, I've been in my car. I'm in my car again. I'm on my way to well, I'm going to discuss that in another episode, but I'm on my way somewhere else. And I just came back from holiday shopping, which is another reason why I'm in my car. And as we know, during this season, you were just doing a million and one things all of the time and trying to keep it simple. But you know, I am a a single parent, and that's okay. I'm also a working parent, which means not only am I an opera singer, but I also work full time, which, you know, you got to work, you've got to pay the bills, and you also have to have your dreams of what you continue to be, what you want to be, goals that you want to work towards. And no, it's not perfect, but that's okay. Sometimes done is better than perfect. I can't remember where I heard that, but I know it's a quote from a book that I read. And I want to say maybe it was Big Magic. I think it's the book Big Magic, where sometimes done is better than perfect. And that's okay. So that's what we're doing with the Podmas episodes. Go listen to Podmas episode one, where I talk about where I've been and why I took such a long, um, unplanned (laughs) absence. Um, And, you know, I'm one of these people that I try to definitely keep things on the lighter side, because I do know that, you know, you turn on your TV, you turn on your radio, and I don't even know if people listen to radios anymore. I do. But um, you turn on your TV, and it's just bad news all the time. So I really like to try to keep things as light as possible. But yet at the same time, you guys, we all go through stuff. And the point of Harbor for the Arts, if you don't know, we started out as Opera Luscious, and then we transitioned into Harbor for the Arts. And I don't know why I'm saying we, because it's literally just me, uh, transitioned into Harbor for the Arts only because what I was seeing um, from people who were corresponding with me and connecting with me, basically, they were from a lot of the different genres of the arts, the performing arts. And what I also realized is that people that were connecting with me were or are also professionals. Um, They are artists that have literally studied their craft. It's not anyone out here just being like, oh, I want to be a singer. And you just kind of go and you go sing. No, I mean, and that's great too. But sometimes you have to really, if you're not like a Beyonce or somebody like that, sometimes you just have to study. (laughs) Sometimes you have to be okay with just knowing your craft, 
taking the traditional route, high school, maybe it's college, maybe it's a, maybe if it after high school, it's not so much college, but maybe it's a program where you're really focusing on your arts, maybe for, you know, a semester, two semesters, something like that, somewhere where you can definitely spend some time focusing on what you need to do. And I will talk about this in detail in another episode, but I had a voice teacher once when I was thinking about going to get my master's and I wasn't sure because everybody was getting their master's at the time. I had just finished undergrad. I had moved to New York. I wasn't sure where I wanted to get my master's. Um, I did a program at uh, one of the conservatories for um, opera performance. And then I thought, well, it was more like that was more like a certificate. But then I also thought, well, I mean, I was already singing professionally. So I really kind of wasn't sure if that was the best way to invest my money only because I was already singing professionally. And I moved to New York. Then I started singing or studying with a great teacher there and a great coach there, which I I still really just appreciate everything, um, everything that he's done for me. If you don't know, his name is Bill Schumann. I, I say Schumann, like the composer, but Schumann. And he was just such a great teacher for me when I moved to New York. One of the things I just will always remember was I was telling him about not sure about being in grad school because everybody I know were either in grad school or they were, you know, applying to grad school. And he was telling me, you know what, you're living in one of the best cities in the world to really just hone in on your crafts really treat the city as your university. And that's what I did. He told me, you live in New York, like the city is your university. I did that. I did everything. I was like in acting classes. And I remember thinking how much fun it was, how many job offers I got because I was, I really think that it kind of like, uh, it, it kind of, um, gets into you where that's what people see. It's kind of like being beautiful from the inside out. It was kind of the same thing. Like I was really focusing on my craft, having a really good time, um, having a really good relationship with my craft. And all because he said, treat the treat the city like it's a university. So that's what I did. And I saved myself thousands and thousands and thousands upon do- of dollars doing that. Um, so I will always be appreciative of that word of advice, which I definitely took to heart. And um, yeah, I, I just really always appreciated that. Anyway, so I'm in my car now. And you guys, I just came back from Christmas shopping and I wanted to pick up some things. And you guys know what? Christmas shopping this year was probably, I think maybe I've done it this way before. I was so smart with how I decided to spend my energy and my time. I had already been stressed out anyway, like stressed out about lots of different things, life things, whatever. And I really was just kind of at this point where I'm like, I could not spend any more energy between getting my daughter where she needs to go, getting me where I need to be, go to work full time, focus on work, which I love, focus on my what my duties are at work, and also the mission. If you don't know, I work full time for a very prominent arts organization in Washington, D.C., and I love them so much, and I love the audience members, the board members, my co-workers. I mean, and I said this before. If there are any employers that are out here, like, 
you're, it's like doesn't have anything to do with the arts or anything. I'm telling you, hire a classical or classically trained musician. I am telling you, they will get everything in tip top shape before you know it. Um, we are already ingrained as to be self-proficient because we have to practice. We have to make ourselves practice. So you guys should really think about it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we are all such, I think that's the thing. Like we're all such adults there. Like nobody takes advantage of anything. Everybody works really hard. If you have to work after hours or, you know, we present a lot of really great world-class performers. So we're used to dealing with that. We also, you know, if we have to work late hours, it's it's kind of what we do and we love it so much. It's okay because we're all behind the mission of what the arts organization is. So anyway, um, I say all that because I decided to be a little smarter this year with Christmas shopping and I did almost everything online. I'm pretty sure I got almost everything online. I think I did do that. A couple, there was one item this time I really was surprised that I even picked it up so early because they happened to have a sale. I was like, let me get this for my daughter now. I don't know. And they were sold out of the one thing that she wanted. So I was kind of like, let me just get it now. And it was, you know, it was a little bit out of my, my budget that I'm comfortable with spending. But now is like when your kids start to get older, their tastes start to, of course, change. And so they want more expensive things. And that's okay too, because you have the whole year to kind of save up. So I kind of put together like this little slush fund of um, a little bit of savings for a budget for the holidays. And I just was just like, okay, let me just go ahead and get this now. So I did that. And then the rest of the time, you guys, I don't even, I don't even know. I'm hoping everything got here, but I'm hoping it looks cute under the tree because, you know, I like to have my Christmas tree packed with presents, boxes. I just like to have it packed. And not necessarily does it have to be really expensive things, but I like a lot of boxes <laughs> under the tree. I just, you can definitely tell the years where you've had a really good, like, okay, decent year, as opposed to, I, rem I will never forget one year. It was not that, it was not happening for me financially. And the saddest thing, you guys, this is why I still tell, tell my daughter about Santa, but I also like, I, she knows that there is no Santa, but I, she still plays into it with me. But I will never forget this one year, you guys. I had always gotten her whatever she wanted under the tree. It was always nice sized tree, fluffy, you know, full of gifts and everything. And then I will never forget this one year. I could not afford a whole lot of stuff. So I went, got her what I could get her. And then I was just like, and she was still really little at that age. She wasn't like three or four, but I remember her being like, probably nine, maybe 10. And I thought she'd like a lot of the gifts that I got her, but she looked at it and she's very observant anyway. And she was just like, Santa didn't get me a lot of gifts this year. And I said, Oh, no, that's okay. We celebrate. You know, we always celebrate. I'm always getting you something. Somebody Santa's always thinking. And she said, Was I not good this year? And I cried so hard. I could not believe that came out like that is what kids think if you put too much into oh Santa's going to get you a lot of gifts and then all of a sudden the one year where you can't like it's not it's not financially happening like that and you get the and you can't get enough gifts you know I I just remember her thinking like in her saying was I not good this year and it broke my heart 
So after that, I, after that Christmas, I was just like, I just kept it really, really chill. You know, I def- definitely never talked about budget again, never talked, well, not let me stop because she's always been very aware of money, but I never really talked about if I was really struggling financially or something like that with her because I didn't want her to have some sort of thing in her head about what's good, what's bad when it comes to the holiday season. Because at the end of the day, it really is about, you know, celebrating the 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 birth of Jesus Christ and what the presents represent. But I it just really it really changed me and my outlook on what I want to do. Now there's this one year where you guys, I call myself being so incredibly organized. I ended up shopping I shopped and I would put them in this big cedar closet I had and I forgot about them. This is when she was probably first grade or second grade and I forgot and I didn't keep a list. And so every time I was out, I was like, oh, I'll get this because I don't think I got that. And then by the time it became like, you know, Christmas Eve and I have to wrap things while she sleep. Guess what? I had so much ish in that closet. And I was just like, oh, well, I just put them under the tree. I wrapped them and put them under the tree. And it was so much, it made me want to throw up. And that was, that was actually, that was the very first time I was kind of like, oh no, scale back Christmas next year for sure. And so I really learned my lesson after that. I don't like to see like so full where it's obnoxious looking at all, but definitely I like to see the spaces filled in. Okay, (laughs) let's just keep it at that. But I do remember that one Christmas and I was not very um, diligent with keeping a list. I just kept getting stuff and putting it in the closet and I'd forget that I got stuff from the time before. And so then when it, of course, when it became Christmas Eve and I have to wrap the stuff, I'm like, oh my God, this is a lot. Like I was up for so long wrapping stuff, put them under the tree. And I just was kind of like, it was so much for one kid. It could have been probably... I got enough stuff probably for three kids, I'm sure. But, and you know, there's always that one gift that you have to hunt high and low for for your kid that they want on that list. And so I remember doing that and I just was so like, oh my God, that is just too much. So after that, I just never, I don't I don't get into that anymore. I like to see the spaces filled in, cute little things, and I like to get meaningful things. So stuff I know that she's going to use, stuff that I know that, okay, let me get it now if it's on sale because I know she's going to use it like maybe for a while. And now that she's older, like literally she finishes high school this year, I'm really focused on things that she's definitely going to be able to continue with it, like keep it while she's in college and keep going with that and all that. So that's what I'm focused on. But I will say shopping this year, it hasn't been an issue for me because I decided to stay out of the stay out of the stores. I didn't want to get hemmed up. Um, And I also did a lot of if they weren't having a sale, I wasn't buying it. And you guys, I never pay full price for anything. And maybe I do because I don't know the marketing games people play. But I will say this, I don't pay full price. I go straight to the little clearance section and I find something. I make myself find something from what they have. So yeah, I, I, because you know what it is? It's because I will look at a really cute designer dress. I look at the label and it'll say polyester. 
And then in my mind, I'm thinking this is the same daggone polyester that is at freaking JCPenney's. So why am I paying so much more money for a polyester dress? Maybe it's not polyester. Maybe it's lycra. Something like that. Rarely is it full cotton. Like rarely is it 100% cotton. Now I will pay for cotton. I like my leather. I am sorry. I like my leather goods. Sorry. I like my leather shoes. And they're expensive. But man, I will save up for some really nice leather shoes. Because if they just... They just fit better. They make my feet feel really good in them. Even when they're heels, whatever they are, if they're leather, I'm good. It's the man-made material that will like, oh my God, my feet hurt. So during this shopping season, I just decided I am just not going to be bothered with the crowds. I don't want it. I don't have time for it. And you know what? I have so much more space that I created to do the things that were really important. My daughter's birthday is about the same time. We just celebrated her birthday yesterday, actually. And um, she decided, she well, she, she wanted to have friends over, but all of her friends were really busy. And that's okay, because this was the first time I said, you know what, you, you invite them. I don't have to do it anymore. You invite them wherever you guys want to go. Let me find the place. That's it. But everybody was busy because, of course, she let them know too late. So her friends are really great. But I told her, like, that's what happens when you let people know too late. Like, there is a reason why you send out save the dates or maybe it's an invitation, you know, something like that. But, you know, with these Gen Zers, sometimes they like they think everything is so casual. It's annoying, you know, and uh, I can't stand it. Okay, the cotillion society girl in me can't take it. And, you know, I don't know why she does that because <laughs> she just had her cotillion last year. So I don't know why she acts like that. But I will say that, um, yeah, that didn't work out for her. But then it was the first time we were like, okay, well, what do you want to do? I just did it easy. I was just like, what do you want to do? Whatever you want to do, we could do. She got her ears pierced again for the third time, which last year I was like, nope, nope, nope. And then this year she was like, I can't believe you actually got my ears pierced for the third time. I was like, you're, you're, you're grown. I can't like, you know, I can tell you or guide you and suggest or let you know what I strongly disagree with something. But other than that, I mean, in the great scheme of things, and you want to get your third hole, it pierced in your ear. Guess what? There's a whole war going on uh, across the globe. You know, I mean, in, uh, in another country. Okay, so who cares? <laughs> get your ears pierced again. Um, And then the other part of it is just um, making sure that I had like, so, oh, okay. So I created these spaces just because I freed up more time and did more focused shopping instead of spending energy out. And I really started to think, wow, thank goodness for the development of technology when it's used appropriately. Because years ago, I mean, I was, you know, I had to hoof the pavement. I mean, growing up, my parents and I, one of our favorite things to do was we would wait until Christmas Eve. And one thing, the, the one reason why we waited until Christmas Eve was because my my mom always went shopping earlier and she would hide the gifts. But my dad would always wait until Christmas Eve and he would take us Christmas Eve shopping. And the one reason why he always said Christmas Eve is because it was a great time to shop because you kind of 
there weren't so many choices. You had to, you had to get something. So you kind of had to pick from what they had. And that was it. Because if I started too early, there'd be too many options. So anyway, so we used to do that. That was a fun little, oh, yeah. If you want to listen to the episode about traditions, that's the one. I think it's episode um, two uh, about some of my holiday traditions. I forgot about that one, going Christmas Eve shopping, which was so fun. And that, that that was actually a tradition of mine all the way through until I couldn't do it anymore. Um, but yeah, I can't believe that I, I did go to the mall today because I had to pick up something that I did put on order to go pick up. And I was so grateful because when I walked in that store and that line was out the door, all I had to go to was go pick up the gifts space, wherever it was at the front of the store. And I heard someone say, oh gosh, how come I didn't think about doing that? So yeah, I just decided to do that. And it was great. My daughter went with me. I, um, she's still in high school. So I, you know, she went and did her little Christmas shopping for me. And I went and picked up the gift. The hard part though was kind of hiding the bag, you know, so I had to do that. And that was it. So anyway, you guys, I hope you guys are having a really, really great Christmas holiday. So far, I hope you enjoy having a great holiday, even if you celebrate Hanukkah, you guys. Um, I think Hanukkah is over now. I'm not sure. But I will say, I spent a lot of time teaching at a synagogue where they had a preschool. And I just loved it. I picked up so many wonderful uh, Jewish traditions. And I know it's a very sensitive time right now. Um, everybody, you know, I have my thoughts about it. You have your thoughts about it, but it still does not mean we can't wish each other well. And I don't think that now is the time to, to create even more disagreements and just not being in harmony. I think now's the time to really open up our ears and our hearts and listen and pray. Um, and I still love, you know what? I still love everything that I I did at that synagogue and I met so many great friends. The rabbi and I are still friends to this day. There were a lot of traditions that my daughter now, my daughter, y'all, she can she can do a mean prayer in Hebrew. <laughs> okay. Um but uh anyway, I wish everyone a really great holiday season. I hope you're doing great and I can't believe like I'm going to try to get these episodes done. You think I'm joking. I'm going to put my mind to it and we are going to get 25 episodes in by the 25th. I know it's like it's already flipping 22nd. So that's what that's what I'm working on. Anyway, so I hope you enjoy your day. Have a really good day. Love you guys. Um, go listen to all of the episodes uh, for Podmas and then some of my other episodes. Um, follow me on all of my social media platforms, Brie Cooper, Mezzo Soprano, or Harbor for the Arts. You can also go to my website, BrieCooper.net. Um, and check out the merch store. When you go to the main page, scroll all the way over to the right, you'll see store and you can just click through, buy some stuff if you like. Go listen to my EPs on Spotify. I'm a verified Spotify artist. Now there's Brie Cooper and then there's Brie Cooper, Bridget Cooper, Metso, sorry, Bridget Cooper Anderson. And that was from that was from when I was married, you guys. And I think it's all merging on the same page now, but it was really hard to get all of that to just get on the same page. 
Um, so if you see both, that's both of still me. Anyway, I hope you're having a really great day. Enjoy your day. I love you so much. Thank you for thank you for tuning in for this episode. You guys, you guys, I hope I can get 25 in. It's it's definitely a challenge that I set for myself. And go listen to episode one and it'll explain everything. All right, love you guys. Bye.